This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 13. Welcome to the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. I'm Kim from TennisFixation.com, and I'm your host for Tennis Quick Tips. Each week, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week's episode focuses on the most important piece of gear you take onto the court, your tennis racket. Specifically, we're going to talk about what kind of tennis string you should use. So here's my question. Why can't tennis be a fun and happy sport where we just play and have a good time and don't think about the equipment too much? Like horseshoes. Well, I'm probably wrong on that. I'm sure there are entire websites devoted to the analysis and purchase of professional horseshoe equipment. The reality of tennis is that, for the vast majority of us, the quality of our tennis equipment can have a significant impact on how well we play the game. That means having the best racket possible for your game, and searching for that can be pretty exhausting, and I'm sure I'll discuss that at some future time, but it also means having that racket strung properly, since those strings are the only thing that should be coming into contact with the tennis ball and gets it where you want it to go. Just as tennis rackets have become incredibly technologically advanced in recent years, so have tennis strings. And while most players spend a lot of time thinking about and talking about their rackets, not too many talk about their strings, or even know what kind of strings they're using. So without cheating by looking at your racket, what kind of strings are you using right now? Do you know? And even if you do know, are those the strings that you should be using? What tennis strings would be best for your racket and your game? Okay, so here's what you need to know about tennis strings. There are two factors to consider in a string. Number one, playability, which means what does the string feel like when it hits the ball? And number two, durability, which means how long will the string last? What you're looking for is a string that lets you feel the string striking the ball, but that doesn't break too easily. This is as opposed to a string that is so heavy that it gives you a dead feeling when you hit the ball. Or, as opposed to a string that is so delicate that it breaks really quickly. So here are the kinds of strings commonly available today and the pros and cons of each. First, there's nylon. This is the most popular string and is used by most recreational players, myself included. This string is also sometimes called synthetic gut as it has some of the playability of natural gut without the lack of durability of natural gut. This is also the string that's most reasonably priced and widely available. If you have no idea what kind of string your racket is strung with, it's probably strung with nylon. Next is polyester. This is a very popular material for strings at the pro level as it allows players to hit hard without breaking their strings. This string can, however, give more of a dead feel to your shot, so it's not quite as playable as others. 
This is probably not the string for most recreational players and certainly not for players like me, people playing nice, fun ladies' doubles. Within the category of polyester strings, there are all kinds of things happening. There are monofilament strings that are extremely stiff, but also extremely durable. There are also multi-filament strings, structured strings, and hybrid strings, all of which are more expensive than nylon because of the complexity of their manufacturing process. These strings are usually used to impart more feel to your shots as they are attempting to mimic the feel of natural gut with the durability of polyester. While these strings can provide these benefits, they're pretty expensive as far as strings go, and these are probably best for players at higher levels who are willing to get their rackets restrung pretty frequently. Finally, there's natural gut. This is considered the, quote, best string because of its playability, meaning it gives you a lot of feel when you're hitting the ball. Gut is also usually the most expensive string and the most temperamental. It's made from cow guts, and that's why it's called natural gut. I have one friend who plays with gut, and she believes it helped in getting rid of her tennis elbow because it's a softer string. It has a lot of feel, so it doesn't impart quite as much vibration to your racket. Let me just say that I once had a racket strung with gut to try it out. That string job lasted less than 24 hours. I got to play with that string one time. I never figured out what caused my string to break. When I took it back to the stringer to complain, I was told that this is just how it is with gut. And I should know better than to leave my natural gut string job in my car where it gets really hot. Anyway, I care a lot about my equipment, but not enough to get my racket restrung every few days, so I've avoided natural gut since then. Let me throw out one final little twist on this whole stringing discussion. At the highest level of the pros, actually this is probably not just the highest level, you can get a combination of strings. In other words, you might get polyester strings on your mains and gut on your crosses, or I may have that backwards. If you're at that level where you're getting two different kind of strings put on your racket, you're probably not going to take my advice regarding stringing anyway, but that is a permutation that you might want to consider. I haven't personally done it, surprisingly, because I do like to try out all kinds of weird things, but that's just another thing you may hear people talking about, and now you'll know what they mean. So what's the conclusion of this very interesting discussion about strings? Well, I think that for the vast majority of us, we should be getting our rackets strung with good old nylon string. Now, as I said earlier, if you don't know what your racket has been strung with, it's probably nylon string. But next time you go in for a restringing, find out. Just ask for the string package, or at least for the specs from your stringer. You can also find out by actually looking at the strings on your racket. Go try that right now. The brand and gauge should be embossed on the strings in a very teeny tiny font. You may see it, but good luck actually reading it. Finally, don't be afraid to try something new and different with your strings or any other piece of your tennis equipment. If you want to give gut a try, go right ahead. Changes are happening in tennis technology all the time. And if something new can help your game, you should try it and try to find out. That's it for this week's tennis quick tip. If you're looking for even more great tips to improve your serve, 
just visit my website, tennisfixation.com. I have an email sign-up form there that will get you a copy of my free book, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. That's where I give my 10 best tips for taking your serve to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll help spread the word to other tennis fanatics by leaving your review and rating on iTunes. And if you want to go back over the tips here a little more closely, you'll find the show notes and a transcript of this episode over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips13. I love to hear from Tennis Quick Tips listeners, so be sure and contact me if you have questions about the game or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear. You can email me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info, show notes for this episode, and all of the other Tennis Quick Tips episodes can be found over at tennisfixation.com. As always, thanks so much for listening, and happy tennis!